Welcome back to episode four of The Backstoppers, a Melbourne Vixens podcast hosted by Joe Weston and Emily Mannix. We're back. Episode four. Special guests, like you said, Joey. I didn't say that yet, but... Well, we do have a special guest. guest And we've got a new theme song as well. What do you think? I think it's all right. I think it's like a bit pumped up. I'm ready to go out and play after that. Maybe we should change it to our run-out song for (laughs) the next home game. I liked our run-out song. Well, the arena call-on actually chose that song. I don't know if anyone wants to know, but actually chose that song. So Robbie Williams, let me entertain you. What a track. Absolute (laughs) track. You're right. We do have a guest. Um, After our feedback from last week, we had Olivia Lewis in the studio with us and that received a lot of positive feedback. So we've listened, you know, we're really good at that open communication here at the Vixens. And I've got a guest. Who is it? Well, not many people will know this. I mean, some people might know this man. Um, work. It's a man. It's a man. That's is that giving anything away? Probably not. Yeah, it is a man. <laughs> that, that just Kate Maloney, <laughs> <laughs> the player with the deepest voice in our team. Um, Howie Dawson worked with us a little bit at the Vixens over the past few years since 2019, I believe. Is Eighteen, that... actually. Okay, we oh, were, we yeah. had that wrong. Yeah, we yeah. were to say five years. Lucky you. Yeah, in, absolutely. <laughs> so Howie's um, done a bit of work with us at the Vixens over the past years, um, basically torturing us, I would say. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's probably generous, <laughs> isn't it? Well, you do come from a military background. You served for 11 years in the Australian Special Forces, including five years with the Special Air Service Regiment, more colloquially known as the SAS. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what else, Emily? You've also done a bit of private security. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that sounds very suspicious <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. You, you can't mm-hmm. talk about that. Well, no, because <laughs> you're about to say it's probably about 12 years worth and I actually wasn't going to do any. I got talked into going overseas doing um, some private security. was only going to do a few months and end up being another 12 years of my life, but we'll, we can get to that later. But the, this yeah. bio is very impressive. He has been instrumental in creating workable plans and procedures congruous. That's a good word. I might bank that one for later. Mm -hmm. With local security issues for both land-based and maritime security operations across the globe. So you're you're a world traveller. Your passport must be pretty well stamped. Yes, indeed. I've got a few. I've even got a diplomatic one. Do you have like a fake passport? Like, you know, people get the fake ones. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say anything. You're a a diplomat. Um, for, For some intents and purposes... Yes. Okay. Sorry. There's going to be so many questions. There'll be so many things like that. No comment. comment. No. No. no, You can just say no comment. That's fine, Howie. Um, But I think obviously all that that you've done in the past, but then you know coming on and working with us was pretty cool. I remember the first time we met you um, was an interesting experience, Joey. A little bit intimidating. That's for sure. Just a little bit. Just rolls in. That was the idea. It was supposed to be intimidating, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I think one of the first sessions we did, we were were, um, talking about look emotional regulation and controlling our fear so there was there was a, a few f- fear inducing um scenarios that you guys were exposed to so as we could do a little bit of that practice so you know some of that oh you so nearly killed us oh, <laughs> don't say that <laughs> not really no we'll find we'll find all under really. control you are, right you were safe we'll say Most, no mostly it that was, was um it was fun wasn't it that was probably the first time we met you was up in the mountains mm. basically you came on board and uh we had a team camp in the pre-season and we rolled up to you Mount know Buffalo. the beautiful alpine community That's up there local, joe's local hometown port. yes the area indeed it is it yeah. is a beautiful place until you get put on the edge of a mountain <laughs> and nearly fall off on the wrong side of the, <laughs> on the wrong side of the cliff yeah, yeah. really yeah. enjoying the view then are you yeah well you should be. That was the idea: is that you relaxed into it, and you're able to, you know, re- retain all your cognitive capacity and be relaxed in that environment. And for some of you, I think more so than others. But yeah, the, it was fun. It was a fun day out. To take the listeners back to that, we were first of all we went through a cave, um, yes. and I'm pretty sure one of the other guys that you're with, I forget his name, but he said, "Don't worry, the water won't go above, you know, your chest." And we're like, "Oh yeah, that's all right." So we're going through a cave, you know, shimming our way through, get to the first sort of dip and bang under underwater, underwater. pretty much underwater and cold yeah. water. Yeah, very cold mountain water. Yeah, yeah, you were you were lied to basically, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, um, I've done that cave a, a bunch of times, and I've never done it with so much water in there as we, as what you guys into it. So, so well done. Yeah, that was you guys were on limits. And you would have been nervous because we've actually got two players that can't really swim. So oh. KD um, at the time and MJ, who are not the strongest of swimmers, have come oh. a long way since being at the Vixens. But mm-hmm. 
they did quite well in that situation, I think, until Katie got put on the cliff, who is extremely scared of heights. Um, and we ended up being up there for a little longer than I think you would have liked. <laughs> Smoke McInnes is down the bottom looking up at us and we're like mini ants on top of the yeah. mountain. I think we were there for about two two hours, wasn't it? Yeah, it did take a while. I, I think Simone was, was more fearful than all of you put together, actually, so. when she saw us up there, like, what she put you guys you know, into. But um, Katie, yeah, so we knew we knew that she was going to – struggle a little but the whole idea was to get the whole team through there wasn't it because it was a team building thing as well um and so she was well outside of her comfort zone but but she got there in the end um yeah and it was a, maybe a little bit dark <laughs> when we finally got up <laughs> i thought but we needed a helicopter yeah, to get us out yeah, there at one point but we got there in the end and um i was i hope that that she got she gained something from it you know like if she should have because she should have been pretty proud of herself like she was obviously Push way way further than anyone else, but I think that's why she actually left the Vixens because it was so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. responsible. <laughs> but she's going all right now, isn't she? She but is. Yeah. She's playing very well actually at, yeah, the, exactly. at the Lightning. Yeah, she's which living is it really up good. on the yeah. Sunshine Coast, but exactly. yeah, that was a real bonding experience for you and I think the Vixens as yeah. a whole. We have a few people that were there then and that are still here now. So. Yeah. It's yeah. been good. I didn't really realize I was probably afraid of enclosed spaces until we got into the caves. Oh, yeah? And once you're in there, well, you're in there. Right. Just gotta yeah, that's right. Just deal with it, and that and that and that's the thing. And um, I think it, that was. I mean, the whole purpose is, is to put you put you in in a, in places that you're not used to, put you under pressure, and have you try and still communicate, which we were doing there, still support each other. Um, and still remain calm. But that's, that's the whole idea. I remember at one point, uh, I, we're both very tall, but we're, Emily and I have got different body structures. I've got really long legs. Like I'm very bottom heavy per se. And I remember at one point we were going around a corner, like we were caving, crawling pretty much. And I got stuck. It was like an L bed, like a 90 wedged. degree angle. Oh. And I was like, oh, I have my like upper body around. I, was like, <laughs> I just actually don't think there's any possible way that my legs can follow without any sort of... Turn off. Something no. snapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got there. We're all you, we survived, and that's the main thing. Absolutely, and, and that, I, I think you did more than just survive. That, and that was what impressed me a lot from the very beginning. Is is that you did more than just survive? I think you, you conducted yourselves very well, and there was still like great support. There's still great leadership under there. Still, there was no panic. You know, it was it's, and, and that's reflected with your performances on court a lot as well. And that's yeah. obviously that's the idea. Is that all these skills translate to your performance on court? You were there on the weekend when we um, won against the Giants, which was pretty good. Um, Emily, your thoughts from the match? Yeah, I thought we were able to calm the storm, I think. And we know that Giants obviously can get those two pointers and they've been able to, you know, the last few games get back into it with the two points. And we, we did look at it before the game, but we didn't want to harp on it too much because you don't want to put all your focus into that last five minutes. I thought... Defensively, did defensively we did well at times, about to you know get them under control. And I thought our attack play was quite smart, especially in that last five minutes of the game, just being able to control the pace, um, play to our terms, and get away with the win. Um, and not by one goal. Finally, not a yeah. one. I'm sick of these one goals. <laughs> too close to my liking. Me too. <laughs> Me too. What did you get away from the the game? How you had good seats. On I the, had a on great seat. Line. Yeah, thank you very much to the Vixens. Which <laughs> shout was, out. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> shout out. Thanks. Ticketing team. Yeah, great seat. Uh, it was. I was very impressed, actually. I thought defensive pressure was fantastic through throughout. So Thank you. you know, great. I'm not just yeah. saying that because yeah, you guys yeah. are yeah, sitting because we're both me. right here right. staring at you. No, across the court. But um, yeah, you guys did a very a very good job at your end. Um, and co- composure. There's there's a really uh, some great composure. Obviously, there's been some close games and um, and you'll come you know comebacks from behind. Obviously, not not this this recent game, but in, you know this season. Um, you've just shown that capacity to to believe in yourselves, and no margin is too great, you know. And, and you just keep doing your thing, and it's taking and taking care of business, and that's uh, that's yeah, fantastic to watch. Yeah, playing against a team that um, hasn't won yet, not to um, I guess rub that in to the Giants, but it, it is difficult when you start the season with um, a few losses in a row. We were there mm. in twenty twenty one, and every game you sort of play like oh. But it means that those teams are some of them like the fiercest competition in the league because they they just want to win so desperately. But yes, pretty good. We'll take that great home crowd as well for our first so official loud. home crowd. That one time out, maybe it was during the no, it was the third quarter. My cousin's three was quarter time, me, yeah, and it was <laughs> apparently like cheer the loudest, win a right. signed ball, and I was like. 
Oh, we could not hear each other in the no. huddle. We got together. I was like, geez, the crowd's gone wild. And then it's a free ball at stake. I mean, everyone's going to go wild for that, right? <laughs> I, saw you, I, saw you, I saw you, I saw you, Howie, just absolutely you the letting loose. Scream. Yeah, I, I just, I try and sit quietly and compose myself. You know, that's you know, that's what I do. But um, it was super loud. It's such a great venue, isn't it? Like, I, I can't imagine what it's like for you guys out there on court when you know, there's a few seconds to go and one goal in it. It's incredible uh, um, atmosphere. But, yeah, that was super loud last night, but that was all for the ball. It wasn't for you guys. No, it wasn't well, for us. <laughs> Sorry think, about that. I think you're trying to lay low because you might be worried that people could recognise you. Like, we have a few know, celebrities <laughs> and famous people and influencers that come to our games, much like ourselves, and we attend other sporting events, Emily. Um, but, yeah, m- um, you know, you've worked with um, the army, you've worked in the private sector, and now you've moved on to the TV Hollywood. sector. Hollywood. Mm. This is the Hollywood. Wild. <laughs> so you are yeah. one of the stars of the television show The Hunted. Is that on Channel Ten? Correct. Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. Explain the concept to us. Okay. So yeah, Hunted is Hunted is a reality show where the contestants um, assume the role of fugitives Ooh. and have to remain uh, on the run for for about twenty one days. There's a team of hunters chasing them down. There's a hunter headquarters. Um, and then, headquarters. That's yeah, HH. Yeah, and then there and then there's ground hunters um, who are actually out on the ground. So the headquarters is, is made up of of police. Um, there's a cyber element, so people that are hacking phones and doing all that sort of thing. Um, there's intel- intelligence analysts. Yeah, it's all it's all very it's professional. All it I is ha- indeed, and they are professional. Yeah, they're, they're all they're amazing. all qualified. But I'm chronically online, so this would be. Disastrous for me. <laughs> your TikTok would be hacked. They know exactly where yeah, you would be, yeah, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your media Joe's presence. Joe's doing like dabs in the background. Like, oh, we know what she right. is. Yeah, your media presence <laughs> would make you a, it would be a liability for you for sure. But um, yeah, I'm one of the ground hunters that gets to run around the place and um, follow up all the leads and then and hopefully catch people yeah, before the before they make it to the end, the extraction point. And if you see them, do you just do you sprint after them and tackle them to do the ground? Do you get to tackle them? Unfortunately, we're not allowed <laughs> to tackle shame. them. No, unfortunately, no. But um, taser them. <laughs> we, we've, we have a, we have asked, and, and no. apparently that's yeah. Apparently that's not on. So no, no tasing or tackling. We just have to grab them on the shoulder, tap um, them on the shoulder. Excuse me, yeah, excuse you've me, been but you've been captured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So very polite. It's it's like very tiggy. polite. Um, but it's yeah, it's good fun. We've just shot the season, season mm. two. Oh, um, okay. So that'll be coming out in June, Ooh, I think. Something to look forward to. For big that. finale. That should be exciting. Um, everything's a bit bigger and bit and better this time. It was it was a number one. New show last year, so we hope we've gone bigger and, and better, and hope hopefully it will continue to rate. Just like Backstoppers, number you know, one uh, podcast. I well, the, co- the concept that is up. very cool, and I, I I watched a bit of it because we have you know a personal connection to you, just egging <laughs> you on. But also, I think it's like a nice kind of new TV show. It's mm. very different from like a romance reality TV show, which normally yeah. just ends and up realistic, being about which is drama. sometimes not what the other reality. TV shows are like. I feel like it's quite realistic. Right. A fugitive. And, yeah. yeah. A fugitive <laughs> with a wig on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's some, yeah, there's some el- some elements of it, and not so much. Um, but you do you do see that you know people sort of think it's all staged, and, mm. and it's you know it's not. It's it, the way it plays out. It's the way it plays out. What you don't see is the days of us just Run desperately around. just trying to chase leads and just getting nothing. You know and um, and spending a long time just sort of banging our heads, just wondering what we can do next to try and find these people. So um, it's not scripted and it does just play out naturally. Um, we d- yeah, we may have to reshoot a couple of things so it looks a little bit staged here and there. Just, yeah. just I mean, it is a TV show. Yeah, fair. But um, got to look good. I won't. I won't see. Nah, no spoilers. Yeah, no I spoilers. was wondering, uh, out of Joe and myself. Yes. Who would last the longest? Uh, Who would stay hidden? I think Joe would last maybe a day, like I said. Social media presence. Like, and she loves to be the centre of attention. Mm. So I, I, think could so go, I could go ghost mode. Could you? I really? could keep it up. Really? And I feel like I have, um, you know, good knowledge of the regional areas mm-hmm. of Victoria. I'm an experienced I'm from hiker. Geelong. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to take that away from you in a minute. Sorry. We spend a lot of time in Geelong. We do. do have, a lot of people gravitate to Geelong. Fugitives. So. Mm, fugitives. Yeah, I was going yeah. back to my house. Seems right. like the sort of. So me is what you said. You, I would last longer. So Joe's lasting one day. How many days am I lasting? Maybe we'll have to put it to the test one day. Yeah. Both of us would be easy to spot though because we're so tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would stand out like that hair. You'd have to dye your hair. I'm I sorry. would wear a wig. <laughs> 
would you though? I'd shave my head for it. <laughs> that I'd like I'd take it really, take it really like seriously. Well, yeah. talking about hair, how long, um, the question that everyone wants to know, how long do you spend in hair and makeup every day? <laughs> no, no time at all. This what? is This is the scary thing. Like, I sit with a camera in my face for 10 hours a day, um, yeah, then there's no hair and makeup. Like Because we, we end up, wherever we end up, um, following a lead is where we start the next day. So we just get put in a hotel like last thing at night. You crash mm. it, you crash into oh, into God, your hotel intense. room, wake up in the morning, jump back in the car and you're back back on the job. So it depends so, where you end up. Is that where you're staying? Yeah. Like are you venturing down to Geelong, I'll put you up in the, yeah. the Novotel down the waterfront. Or the, Maddox maybe, well, the Maddox Manor. Yeah, yeah you could come down mm. to St. Leonard's. Yeah, well. St. Leonard. Next time, All right, please. I'll invite you over. And then you can do my hair and makeup. All right. Because most of the time you just, <laughs> yeah, you just, you look, you look tired. Leery eyed, you're just sucking down coffee and um and looking, you know. But you've got three cameras in your face for the entire day, so it's, mm. yeah, it's something I'm not used to. Still, certainly out of my comfort zone. But that's is there competition between the ground hunters as to who catches the most yes. amount of people? Like I feel like it would be pretty competitive. It's like out of us, who gets the most amount of intercepts yeah. in a game? Who gets right. the most amount of there is catches? There is indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if. if if anyone saw season one, I got one capture, and it's probably the lamest capture <laughs> in, in the history the of Hunted. That you were going <laughs> yeah, where, I've, where I managed to capture somebody who was injured and, and, and was unable to move, stuck on a couch. So that was high adrenaline, you know, like <laughs> swooping. Went up to them and, like, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry about you. I'm really Lord. sorry, but you're yeah. I and got that, them, and that was my only capture for the entire show. <laughs> So oh, if there is a competition, I'm definitely a, uh, I'm definitely a bit <laughs> so at the wrong end ground, of that one. Ground yeah. to make up in this season. Oh, Hopefully yeah. you get at least one Let, exciting capture. Some dramatic. Let, let's see. We'll let's see, see what happens. Everyone tune in yeah, to watch. Yeah, let's see what happens. We thought we'd um, do a little bit of a segment, uh, a Manix Media segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some questions for you. More Some questions. questions. More questions because it's all about you. Actually, you can ask, after we've asked you all of these, you can ask us, one question at the end. Oh, so Ooh. generous, Joe. I know. <laughs> well, it's our podcast, and he's a guest. You are. So. You got to do what we say. Yep. For I once, must, I must say, I, d- I am feeling experiencing a little bit of trepidation at the moment. Just could be oh, another good word. Right. Your vocabulary. I don't know what that means. Can you please uh, yeah. Western word that for me? It means I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, okay. After what I've put you guys through, I feel like this might be a I good know. opportunity for revenge. Just but let's see your how we go. <sighs> All right. These are breathing techniques. Go. We thought we'd do a this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, Easter edition, as mm-hmm. it's Easter this weekend. Do you celebrate Easter? Any chalky eggs for you? Um, no, no, because you well, don't eat. That's well, why I don't <laughs> eat. As you know, I don't eat. I don't eat, I don't eat for, the, for the entire. Well, there was a April. meeting we had one year um, where you came in and, and ran a session, more of a practical, oh, sorry, a theory session, mm-hmm. and your stomach was grumbling I like do, I've I never heard. That. I do remember that. Lucky it's not today. You've got to, the microphone would have picked that up. That was a that was a bad day. But I generally don't eat till about two in the afternoon. Intermittent uh, fasting each day. Yeah. And that yep. time and you said you had a huge dinner. That time <laughs> I was like, oh, what did you have for dinner? You're like, oh, a salad with um like half a falafel. I was like, oh, sorry, what? Half a falafel. <laughs> yeah. I hope the falafel was a meter wide. Yeah. <laughs> if you have it, was like that woolly that woolly mammoth uh, meatball that they're <laughs> making. That was huge. It was half one of those. <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's interesting. I found. Um, in in my athletic um, history, I found that I was I struggled with nutrition, and I, f- I sort of I th- thought if I eat more, I'll have better energy. But I just kept hitting the wall; I kept mm. crashing, and I, and I took, it took me a long time to realise that for me, um, eating less is far better for me to perform. Yeah, it's very personal as well when mm. people's diets and it's, nutrition. It's and all subjective. What you're doing. Yeah, it's all very subjective. Different. Yeah, there's no there's no one answer for everybody. You need mm. to find find what works best for you. But we eat so much that we no, just no. make we don't make fun no, of you, but we think it's kind of comical yeah. because every time we had those meetings last year, I'm there stuffing my face with either <laughs> right. like a K type twist. <laughs> Correct. Did he yeah. bag you out I one did time? Once. I made he said something. I it was like, you can't say that out. I did. I, I made the mistake of saying, <laughs> Joe, you're, you're always eating, Joe. Yeah. And, I got, and I got that just, look, which nearly snatched the yeah, life out of me. Yeah, everyone was just staring yeah, at you so like, like um, how dare you say that? This is a room full of women? Yeah. Oh, no. I've got to, I've got to learn my place. Okay. Let's get into the segment. Here's all that. Manic's mean out. First one, hollow egg or a mini egg? Cadbury, little mini ones or a hollow one? I like the hollow ones because I like to break them. But into themselves, and then just have like a little cup with the little pieces in there, and then you can just eat them. They last to the next the next Easter. This is one of the hi- most highly trained right. men. So, not many people know this story, but when I was a kid, I used to save my Easter eggs until the next year. 
I used to save one until the next year. That was just a thing. But what I used to do is I used to break my other Easter eggs into pieces and I used to sell them to my brother and sister. <laughs> Very smart. Because when they ran out, they were you know on the hunt for some more. I used to sell them to them, make some extra pocket You're money. You're a businessman. Entrepreneur. Man, man of many talents. <laughs> <laughs> next one. Yes. Fruit. Hot cross bun or chocolate hot cross bun? Fruit, definitely. Yeah. Traditional. Mm. Yeah. I love it. But not hot, interestingly. I actually not toasted. Don't. That was the next question. Yeah. Oh, toasted or not? Yeah, no, I have them just as straight out of the packet. That's soft a bit and chewy. strange. They have to be the, on the first day, though. If you get in oh, day yeah. three, you can't not have so a fresh good. one. Not so flash. No. no. Rabbit or chicken? Not to eat, but to have a as a pet. Ooh. Have you ever eaten a rabbit before, by the way? Yes. Noir, Bear Grill style? Yeah, or? yeah, definitely. I've eaten lots of them and they're not good. But uh-huh. we're not, we're, this is a pet. We're not eating No, we're not. Yeah. I'll just ask <laughs> a yeah. different there's, question. There's I have, there's I an have obvious eaten both. answer to this question. Yeah. I mean, for me, I'd have a rabbit. <laughs> what? It's obviously chicken because then you can get eggs. But he doesn't eat. <laughs> What's he called with the egg? He sells his siblings. Yeah, no, yeah, eggs. That's a good. That's good. I didn't realize it was a survival situation. As a pet, just as something to have hanging around, I think a rabbit. Yeah, like you can, yeah, you know, a bit can, cuter. Can sit on your. Like chew on through the, everything. Yeah, true, true. But you know, you can pat it. Can sit on your lap. The chickens, not so much. Mm. Joey, do you have one? Um, the last one is best public holiday: Good Friday or Easter Monday. Do you get public holidays in your line of work? We no. don't. So I'm definitely <laughs> work, I'm definitely working this Friday. I've got Monday off, so I'm going to say Monday just for that. Yeah. We've yeah. got Friday off this week, so okay. that's nice. Slack. And Monday, no, 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 I've got Sunday no. off. Never no, mind. No, no. Skipping. Do you have any other Easter traditions? Um, <laughs> no, not not really. My life is all over the shop. I can't have traditions because I never know where I'm going to be from one day to the next. To be honest, um, so not really. Um, I'll leave that. At that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, Emily? Emily, so formal. We used to go camping every year to Echuca growing up. Mm. So ever since I was probably two or three, we'd take, um, whether it was a tent, a caravan, whatever we had at the time, all the cousins would pile up um, in the cars up to Echuca. So we had some very fun memories up there. It was always fun waking up in your tent and then seeing little chalky eggs at the end of your, your bed. Wondering, how did they find me out? I'm like in the middle of the bush. It's how did the Easter Bunny find me out here? He's good, isn't he? But he, always got, he always got us out there. On the river, which was nice. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have the Easter Bunny on season three of The Hunted. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you would last longest. Yeah. No, 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 as a ground hunter. Oh, sorry, as a hunter. Oh, as a hunter. yeah, they find you. Him and Father Christmas, they always, they always, they always they'd find be, you. They'd don't be good they? talent, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they always find you. I did see the Easter Bunny once when I was a, a kid. Mm. I'm not sure how it was set up, but I was... I was asked to look out the window and um, all of a sudden there was Easter Bunny running past with a basket full of eggs and it was like one of those most magical moments, you know, as a little kid where you, where you actually finally saw him and, and then there was all the eggs and so, yeah, that I, I still believe in Easter Bunny for way too long. Because <laughs> you know people are like, it's not true. I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. <laughs> we can edit that out. <laughs> Easter Bunny is, is coming uh-huh. this weekend, yep. everybody. Sunday, Sunday morning. We used to go, they used, I don't know if Cadbury still run this, but they used to have an Easter egg hunt at the Werribee. um, The mansion? Yeah, the Werribee mansion. Oh, that would have been a good one. And it would be, like, they'd have fields and fields and there were always the little solid eggs and they would be lit, like, the whole, it would be, like, I don't know, 20 square metres littered with eggs and they would just put, like, a group of kids in there and say, time it, go for your life. I have all these, like, distinct memories of walking around with my, like, shirt. Like, oh. this just filled with eggs in my pockets. Absolutely filled with eggs and I'd come back. So good. And I feel like my brothers and I would have chocolate for... Days. Months. Well, I still do an Easter Easter egg hunt. My nana still goes out in the backyard or wherever we are and she hides them and then we can't find them. And then she also has forgotten where that's, she's hid them because, you that, know... That's the problem. With, that's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> unless, unless you mark where you put them all, the ones that don't get found, they stay there. Mm. You find them you know, the under, under the fridge uh, a few weeks later. <laughs> oh, Molly. Mm. This is The Backstoppers, a Melbourne Vixens podcast presented by Deakin University. Looking for a future in sport? Be ready to transform the industry. Deakin School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences is ranked at number one in the world. Study with them and be prepared to redefine what it means to work in sport. Plus, experience priceless practical experience with elite industry partners like Nepal Victoria and the Melbourne Vixens. 
So yeah. We've got, yeah, we've got a few more questions for you, but Uh-oh. I think before that, we're going to look at our. We're going to look forward to mm. our match preview this week. Um, earlier in the week, we had a little competition running about um, for listeners or Melbourne Vixens fans to send in their sporting icks, and they could win tickets to this evening, this Saturday evening's game. So we we had a couple. Do you have a specific sporting ick, Howie, that you just makes you? Ooh. Yeah, I think I think mine is. I think it was yours. We we share the same one. Um, the overacting in soccer, um, and it does permeate into some other sports as well. And it should should be banned. This idea, you know, drama. Yeah, the over dramatization. You, you're already wearing shin pads. Somebody just clips you with their boot, and you roll about five times. Looks like you just got <laughs> shot. You know, and then as soon as you get the penalty up, you jump and take your kick. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it should be banned from that sport, banned. and it Drum. certainly shouldn't come into any other so you sport. So meant soccer should be banned. I was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Tell but us how you really feel. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got some here. The first one. Um, when footy players block one side of their nose and, like, blow onto the field. <laughs> Ew. That's called a bush hanky. Oh, it's got a name. That's disgusting. Surely you know that. <laughs> You Correct. do. Correct. <laughs> it, 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 I do that all the time. Yeah, in, in the Not mili- on the court. In the military, it's, some people refer to it as easing springs, which is when you know, it's, a, it's a, a weapon thing. When you, sort oh. of, when you check your weapon and, there, and there's make it? sure there's no rounds in it and you ease springs. That's ease what you're doing. Yeah, That's so, what I'm yeah, doing. So you're clearing, yeah, you're clearing your weapon, easing you springs. Easing, so what is it? Like a safety so, yeah, check? Yeah, just make sure yeah. there's nothing in there. No bullets. Well, I think that's, that's all both, that of you, both of that's you right. are disgusting, so that's right. gross. That's get a good ick, though. I like that. Get one. a tissue. Oh, that's mm. fair. Because okay. it's on the ground there, and that's someone's got a someone's going to be lying there one at one point or another, aren't they? Rolling in that. Oh, don't make me. Yeah. Don't make me gag. Yeah, moving on. Okay, another one. When players watch the replay of themselves on the big screen, <laughs> Emily, I think you're guilty of this <sighs> one. <laughs> I do this all the time. I actually saw one last night pop up. I was like, oh, very nice. Go, go me. And then uh, that was it. Then I saw no more for the rest of the game. That's fine. <laughs> one and done. Um, next one. When people tuck their dress into their shorts, I feel like this is a social netball sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But this is because I'm going to justify this for this person or whoever does it. I feel like when you're playing social netball and your dress is a bit long, like you're not like us and we get a custom dress made for our body type. You know, sometimes they're just too long. They don't fit. You've got to tuck it up. You don't it want to is, get it in yeah. the way. It's annoying when you can feel it rubbing against the side don't of your you, legs as well. Do you get that when you but put I, your nipple dress on? I yeah. don't think I have much to add to this one. No? No. Okay, what about this one? <laughs> when um, <laughs> footy players take their mouth guards, um, they tuck it into their sock when they're kicking for goal and then they just decide to, mm, I'm just going to take it out of my sock and put it straight back into my mouth. Mm. No? Mm. No? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I sure. I feel like you've probably done worse things out probably, there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm not a germaphobe. Like, I think we should be exposed to, exposed to some germs. It's good for you. I agree. Um, That's why I ate mud when I was growing up. Right. And look at, look at you look go, at professional Fine. athlete. Yeah, don't be, don't be a germaphobe. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one, that one, isn't it? I think you could probably wear it whilst you take the kick. But people have their process. It's part of their, part mm-hmm. of their shooting process. Part of the routine. Yeah, part of their routine. It, so they, they'll, if they do that, they'll continue to do that. Do you know my mum nearly forced me to wear a mouth guard when I was younger? No. Playing netball? Playing netball because I, I had one fitted to play school basketball, which I was pretty shocking at. And she said, oh, you could just wear it for netball. Thank goodness. I know. It, you just wore a visor instead. <laughs> Don't, let's not talk about the visor. <laughs> she was known as Visor Girl. Really? Yeah. Is there footage? Nah, probably somewhere. There's probably photos. It was one. Of, it was like a foam. It's a foam visor because you're not allowed to wear hats when you play because if you have a um, like a firm beak of a cap, it can be dangerous. Say you hit someone. Right. So they have these foam visors. It's just like a piece which has like a hole cut out. But people <laughs> listening will know. And then you just put it it's on. Like flat, is it? It's flat. like a flat. Yeah. You you know you know what it is. <laughs> and I had one that matched my uniform and all my junior netball. I wore it to play outside. And then many moons later, I was playing representative netball. And these girls come up to me and they're like, "No, we we know you. We don't know your name, but we all just used to call you Visor Girl." <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> A little. <laughs> Did you have any nicknames growing up? Um, I've had a few. Some of them. Or even now. Some of them. Not really now. Um, I was smoky for a while. When I first joined the army, I was smoky for the first six years. So could you just Commando. pop up out of nowhere, like at the netball, no. and you're just like, "Where's how are you like <laughs> stealth mode?" Yeah, no, because there was a folk singer called Smoky Dawson. My li- my last uh, name being Dawson. Well, yeah, which yeah. <laughs> for ages I thought your last name was yes. Howes or Howie. I know. And then I was. This is still shocking to me that your first name is Howard. Don't worry, shocking to me as well. You don't look like a Howard. Oh, oh goodness. So, uh, yeah. 
it's not, it, I don't know what my parents were thinking. Obviously, just making life difficult for me from the outset. But um, it's really hard to make Howard cool. Mm. And the thing is, I, the problem was I'd be, you know, be meeting people in nightclubs, you know, girls, and I'd be like, <laughs> so what's your name? I'd be like, Howard. And they're like, Harold. And I'm like, oh, that's even worse. Harold. Yeah. Harold. Yeah. So I thought I'll, I'll make it Howie. Howie. You know, at Which least I it's, it's a little bit cooler. But then I'd be, I'd be like, what's your name? Or Howie. Or Harry. I'm thinking, no, not Harry. <laughs> Stick with Harry. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a no-win situation, I'm, I'm afraid. What are those little chocolate, um, is it a Yowie? That's what I'm that's thinking what of. I, that's what I picture right. when I see you. You little right. yowie. Little Chucky, yowie. Chucky yowie. You get little so prize in it. Sniper, <laughs> we were, snipers wear a yowie suit. That, you know, there was ah. that big bushy looking thing that we oh, wear. Oh, that was like yeah. blend into the, yeah, the background. Yeah, to blend into the environment. Oh, is that called a yowie? We no, call it a yowie suit, yeah. Yowie, in America, yowie. the Yanks oh. call it a ghillie suit, but we call it a yowie suit, yeah. So I was howie in a yowie for a while. Oh, that's a good one. Yowie in a yeah. yowie. <laughs> <laughs> no? Harold in a yowie. How do you go all with the camera? Like that's it's got to be heavy carrying around. Like with your suit, obviously, I'm gonna I don't know technical terms here. All, all right. your gear that you're carrying, mm-hmm. sort of what what would that weigh? Um, my first rotation in Afghanistan, my average weight was 65 kilos. When on we top of patro- your weight. when we went oh on patrol, gosh. yeah, 65. So which that's is heavy? Yeah, he- heavy. We'd never go a long way on foot, but. Um, We'd climb some pretty steep mountains in that in that it, you know, carrying that much weight. Mm. So yeah, that's a fair bit. And I did deploy once with ninety, so that was a, a lot more than what I weigh. But that was only for a short period. But still, wow. yeah, we weren't running anywhere fast. That's for sure. We need we need to pick a sporting gear. Right, for the people yeah, we do. Sorry, yes. There's a few There's more. A These are the good ones. Here. Yeah. Mm. What do you um, think? You, I think you should pick from the list, Emily. I trust your judgment okay. in sporting gigs. Let me just do a quick browse. Had some, we had some good suggestions. Yeah, they're not bad. Some good entries. One we haven't read out yet is the hands in. Oh, I think this one's <laughs> topical as well. I think this is the one. does happen. Uh, so this, this one's when doing the hands in and counting three, two, one, and instead of going hands down, you go hands up. So you do the opposite of what your team does. Mm. Oh, cringe. That actually and gives then me second hands. You look very <laughs> silly, and especially if it's on like camera in our huddles. Um, so I feel I feel like that's a good one and yeah. relevant to our sport. So That's the one. That's, that's the, the one. You're given that Joe's reaching for a bucket right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that's the winner. I think as well, like when you're younger, you normally go up, but now that you know we're more mature, we're serious athletes, you've got to go down. It's got to be, it's got to be strong mm-hmm. rather than... Mm-hmm. It's very like woo. Would you yeah. ever have like a pump up before you'd go out? Um, did your hands wherever in? you would be? Did your hands in? Do you no. have a huddle? Do you do something? No, I, no. That's what the, the first time I met you guys. I was desperate to get into a huddle because we never did that sort of thing, and it was cool. Mm. I like a good huddle, but but one thing for me is that's important. I th- I think is is good eye contact. Like you're there connecting, and we connect when we when we look each other in the eyes. Mm. So it's that the hands definitely make sure you go down, not up. <laughs> but, but maintain some good eye contact and be serious about it because you know that's that's that you take that moment to connect and then off you go and do your business. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll contact the winner and we'll see you on Saturday night when we take on the Lightning for our second home game of the season. Uh, we're equal with Lightning on the ladder at the moment, so I think it'll be a pretty good match. They're pretty chock a block with international. Talent, the Lightning, and last time we played them, we've played them a couple of times in preseason. Mm. One win, one loss, but last time in the regular programming, we won by four goals, so that's a pretty good result. But they've got Carla Pretorius back into their team after returning from having a baby, so be a good match this Saturday. How are you coming along? Um, I'm going to try. I'm actually going to be working um, out in Horsham. What are you doing out there? Which is I'm running a, a climbing course out there. Actually, that's cool. Which is cool. So it's about a four-hour drive, and I'd have to drive to the to the game, watch it, and then drive back so I'm there in the morning to continue. Where's I'm the thinking about it. I've got yeah, exactly commitment. I've got good seats again, mm. so but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how I'm travelling. I'll be pretty tired. Well, right, just I think you could suck it up because I've heard you've done much more worse <laughs> right. things than drive right. four yeah, hours. Yeah, just, like yeah. tread water for a whole night in Port Phillip Bay. We did cross. Yeah, is that a true day. story? Uh, yeah, a fr- yes, we. When I was first issued a dry suit, so most people know what a wetsuit is when they go diving, but we were issued dry suits, which is a suit that, that keeps you dry clearly. No, and what? Yes. That's you could go in the water and stay dry, and, and we thought they were cool. cool, and you could so put a bit of air in there, so they a bit of flotation as well. 
And so um, we thought they were the best. So I was in Williamstown at the time. That was where our base was. So after everybody left we at night, we would jump in our dry suits and we would put our fins on and we'd swim from Williamstown across the bay to St Kilda Beach just for a bit of fun. And, and just tell each other shark stories as we went just to add a little bit of drama to it. Hope you weren't swallowing any of that water. Well, good for the immune system. Exactly, as we've, <laughs> said. as we've said, it's important. Yeah, so that's just something we used to do. Oh, just for, for, for fun. I love. Don't you love doing that when you yeah. just you know you go out and swim in the middle of the ocean at night and just mm. hang out and think about sharks? I do. I don't I know. know the dry suits. I feel like the dry suit with a bit of air in it would be helpful. Like I did an open water swim once. How'd um, you go in that, Joe? Pretty awful. I was the last to finish in my age group. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I was never that good either. And the one thing with like, filling your dry suit, because they were black and you put a bit of air in there, you do look a lot like a seal, which is probably not the best thing at night. Swimming Shark water. bait. Correct. <gasps> but anyway, we just did, again, it's all about controlling fear. A lot of a lot of what we do is, is, is um, you know, with my business now, is all about emotional regulation and controlling your reaction to fear, because it's very important. Um, and composure, as as we've discussed, you guys have got a lot of showing a lot of this this season, um, can make the difference. Other questions? What's one thing you would take on a deserted island? I wanted to put this in because I feel like everyone's like matches, and okay. you're like, yeah, yeah, righto. Give us something interesting here. So it depends. It depends on the island. So one of so no, you sorry, it's an island. No. So one one of the hardest things to manufacture in the bush is something to boil water in or to cook in. Ah, good point. Yeah. So a pot is like really important, but if you've got bamboo or or coconuts, you can use those. It's good to know. If they're not available, <laughs> then it's really hard to 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 make a decent pot. And and if you can't boil water, then you can be in trouble. So. Um, it's sort of something that people sort of think of, yeah, matches or a knife or this, but I've, I've found that sometimes it's, that's that's what makes the difference is having a, a, Pot. a vessel in which to boil water. Would it be, a, a, you know, a scan pan, Le Creuset? <laughs> 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 yeah. non preferably non-stick. You cook your nice fish that you catch in water with no spear <laughs> that you bought. Right. So I'm guessing you're making your spear out of something. Exactly, you can make all okay, that. So you're bringing a pot. I'm bringing a pot. <laughs> did you, you didn't see that one coming, did you? You can also bang animals over the head with it to kill them. True. So you, you can collect things. Is it as a drug? Yeah, absolutely. Look, And that's what it's all about in survival is multi-purpose. Everything has to have more than one purpose so there you go i'm just Pot. picturing you like bear grills now like on an island just like I've done you've it. got the beard so you're yeah, actually I know at the moment yeah you nearly i have done a bit of survival stuff i started when i was a kid i used to get um dropped off in the bush f- for like two or three days and just had to survive with what i had you know catch rabbits and eat blackberries and and things like that and it was horrible but you can do it no, mm. you can do it, but you can also just choose not to now do that. Got, now we've got Uber Eats. Yeah, <laughs> we can't even drive <laughs> to get the food that we want. The house. Uh. Um, another question: How long can you hold your breath for? Ooh. Um, is this your specialty? No, I think we should do it in studio now. This is Ooh. an audio yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah no, we've actually got a bucket, <laughs> a drum of water just behind me I'll here. Probably, <laughs> I'll probably pass out. What I have found with with breath holding is is, is that you can improve rapidly with the right techniques um, and a little bit of practice. You can you can improve rapidly. Uh, and the the other thing is is that you ha- it's a it's a bit of mind control as well, which obviously I'm into. Is if because your brain will start telling you it needs to breathe well before it actually does, just like your brain will tell you to quit well before it ac- you actually need to. It's one of the things that we've explored, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. is, fo- is being able to control lo- those urges and just f- and push through, and you can do that with breath holding. But don't do it at home without supervision because you can pass out and die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good learning from that. Kids at home, do, do not practice this. Right. Need a disclaimer there. Right, exactly. So how many minutes? Um, I think my best was about three, which is which is wow. which is that's impressive because I can do about twenty five seconds. I can right, do it a time you right e- now. You could e- you could <laughs> easily yeah, you'll easily improve that. But what's the record now? Like twenty four or something? Really? Yeah, it's something ridiculous. That is it's insane. Yeah, wow. it's, like it, how? It, I don't understand. It, yeah, it's, it just it seems ridiculous, doesn't it? But just yeah, that's that's uh, that's a lot of practice and, and the right techniques and obviously some sort of physiological. Just got big um, lungs. Yeah. Yeah, some capacity that most people don't have, but it's it's outrageous. I can't even imagine it. No. Sit down and watch. You could listen to this whole this whole podcast holding your breath. 
That's true. Okay, another burning question yes. for those of us who lack upper body strength like myself. How many push-ups slash chin-ups can you do? Um, is there a limit like to get into the specific part of the, the military? You yeah, in? there is. There is. Um, I think push-ups is, is generally 60. You're supposed to be able to do 60 good push-ups. I'm close. Yeah. Um, and chin-ups I think is, is 10. Oh, okay. Um, I did... I did so climbing was my thing for a while, and mm. so I did do a lot. Of, I was doing a lot of chins at one stage, and and I did manage to start. I was able to do one arm chin ups. I was able to do three with what? with one with each arm. <laughs> How is that even possible? Yeah, well, again, it's just progression, isn't it? Like you just you don't just go straight Howie. out and just do it. You just work on it. We've been at the Vixens for mm. nine, ten years. Mm -hmm. I still I've been doing chin ups every year. Yeah. I'm trying to work on them. So is Joe. And we still cannot progress. So right. whatever you're saying yeah. about keep working on it, <laughs> right. that's what we've been doing. I can do doing. them now, though. At the beginning, I, I couldn't can't. do them. Yeah? So, But the push-ups. Really? Okay. 60, is it 60 on your knees or 60 on your toes? Imagine going to the, like, <laughs> trying to try out for the SAS and like, so it's okay just, to go on your knees, just, right? Yeah, just, yeah, just to qualify. They'd be like, get out. Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely on your toes. SAS, <laughs> the TV show that's, you know, taken Australia by storm. Mm -hmm. If Emily and I were both on it, <laughs> who do you think would last the longest? You said mm. I would get caught on the hunted, but SAS? Yeah, this is something yeah. different. Okay, this is something different. different. Um, interesting. So the show is not like Selection. Let's, I'll, I'll start with that. Mm. Which It's not like Selection at all. Selection's a lot worse. Wow. But on that particular show... I think both you guys would go really well. Like uh, we've definitely um, explored, in, you know, pushing our limits of endurance, and and you've both done that very well. So it's hard to say. Um, I think you'd probably become, become a draw. I think you'd both. Oh, you'd nice. both equal first. Obviously. Equal first. That's how I'll, I'm going to get my way out of that one. Is there anyone in the Vixens team that would be terrible that you would think, or really good? Mm. You are a tenacious bunch. It's one. It's one of the yeah like. I'll, just, I'll say it again. It's one of the things that's really impressed me with the Vixens is that you guys push hard. Like you're, you are hard as nails. I remember we did a, uh, a Saturday session just down at the Yarra and I went down and did a recce the night before to make sure it was all good to go. And that night it rained like 30, 40 mils. Went back down there in the morning with you guys and everything was underwater and muddy. And I'm thinking, oh, this is great. It's pre-season. I'm going to break somebody. And at one point in time I heard that horrible sound of a body hitting the ground and then a splash and I turn around and there's Liz in the river <laughs> upside down. Yeah, she Poor fell Liz. off the bank and into the river and I was just like, okay, great. Um, good start. Yeah, good start. It falls over all the good time. Start. Yeah, right. It's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. And she clambered back up the bank and I was like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. I said, are you sure? She's like, yeah. And, and she covered in mud obviously and she got some mud off her, off her body and, and put it on like face paint, like war paint. And of course, and of course, the rest of you, you all followed suit. So now you're all running along with mud as war paint. I'm thinking, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but, <laughs> is that not what you but, do in the yeah, army? Yeah, 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 I've hard seen as, that in the movies, so yeah, I thought that's right, what you did. And that's what you did. Hard as nails, and off we went. We just we kept going. And also on that that session, we did that horrible sort of stores carry thing. And I remember <sighs> saying to you, we, we can stop now, or you can voluntarily do one more lap. Mm. And of course, you guys were like, let's do one more lap, and off we went and did another one. I think I think that you. You already have that that attribute, you know, and that that sort of um, that willingness to go that little bit further, which is which is why you're so so successful. So is that like the one time that you said we we'd gone a few kilometres in one direction and we got to one point? You said, "Oh, wrong way, turn around," and then we were turned around and we went somewhere else. You said, "Oh, sorry, wrong direction." Correct. Is that part of all that team building? <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> part of that. Trust. It's part of that. We're trying to yeah, just trying to break you a little bit mentally, you know. Um, and see, yeah, just see if you can overcome that sort of that 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 adversity. And and I think I said I said oh, my mistake. I'm so sorry. But we've gone the wrong direction. And you're just like, that's okay, Howie. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. Really <laughs> didn't achieve that, the yeah, aim. Like, that's not what you're supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> no, that. Just no. Kick up a fast but, <laughs> but just another example of yeah, of you guys just being uh, like hard, tough. So we both. Um, I think we. I feel like it's normally the. Um, Non-sports ex-athletes that don't do that well on SAS. Although I'd probably get injured, so I probably wouldn't make it that far. Yeah, the calf, calf, the calf. The, the old calf might play out. I know. Yeah, no, I think you guys would do well at it. I do. Um, it's so yeah. So so long as you embrace being uncomfortable, mm. you know, the living conditions and things are, are a little bit. Um, I camp in the bush. Is that the same thing? I use a thunder. Have you Almost. have you heard of a thunder down under? 
<laughs> Thunder down under. Thunder down under. No. We pick it up at all good budding stores, I believe. We're not talking about the Thunder down under. No, we it's won't. Bad for I the thought podcast. it might be something in the SAS. Yeah. I you thought it would Google be it, something you you'd have. No. Google it at your own no. time. <laughs> Sounds like a toilet. It is. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> so moving, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Have you thought of your question for Emily and I yet? Um, yes. Here's a question for you. For, and it's advice for for young for young girls um, who are probably m- most of the audience listening at the we moment. We have a wide range of listeners, I think. Really? But yeah. Okay. But well, continue with the question. Up, up to okay. thirty now. Really? All thirty of them. Yeah. Well, it's going to go down after this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. This Don't really tell yourself short. This might be the last one. <laughs> um, so yeah, what what advice would you give to to a young any young athlete then in that case i think first of all and this is something i say a lot is you have to enjoy what you're doing and i know when kids are starting playing sport and you know they're trying different sports i know myself and joe played different sports growing up to you know discover what we liked and i think it's you got to find something you enjoy and that's the the most important part from the get-go and I did a lot of athletics and running and cross-country growing up and I wasn't too bad and then I just fell out of love with it like I didn't enjoy it I got super nervous I didn't feel that connection so then you know I started playing more netball and I really you know was loving that so I stuck with it and not saying that everyone can continue to go on and play professional but as long as you love playing something why not stick at it and just enjoy it and embrace it and don't just keep doing something because your parents are telling you, because people at school are doing it, because it's what's cool at the time. If you like playing badminton, go and play badminton. If you like tennis, play tennis. You know, there's so many different sports. Um, I think finding something to be active, though, is super important in this day and age with a lot of TikTok, a lot of video games and all that sort of thing. I think it's super important for kids to be active. So find something you love, I think, is Fantastic My advice. Big, biggest play, bit play of advice. Play a bit of Just Dance on the, on the Nintendo Switch. Good way oh, to yeah. keep. It's a good, it's a calorie burner. It's a good way to keep it. <laughs> um, I like that, Megan. I've actually played that with, my, with my knees. It's really oh, hard. God, it's almost, so almost fun. Collapsed. I would love to see that. Yeah, it's goodness. really hard. Like, it's yeah. quite cardio. And oh, if you put yeah. it on the fit mode as well. Yeah, um, jeez. You know. Did you yeah. win? Did you beat your niece? Um, she would hate me saying this, but I did beat her once. She's a little dancer. She's probably three years old, is she? She's she's only young, yeah, but, <laughs> but she did kick my butt the first few times, and then uh, I, I worked out what was going every on every night yeah, and right, every day right. to beat her. Right, yeah, got to take him down. Yeah. Um, oh, one specific piece of advice: I think I've over the last maybe fifteen years, I've probably learnt the importance of goal setting. I think not just one big goal, but I think putting some stones in place to lead to where you want to get is something that really helped me when I was younger. Once I realised I love netball, it's what I wanted to pursue. I think having um, a target to aim towards, a lot of people always say, you know, they want to play for the Vixens or they want to play for the Diamonds, which is an incredible job. We're so lucky, but there's a lot that sort of goes on behind the scenes. And I feel like when you have something that big that you want to achieve, it's difficult probably to keep on that trajectory. So I feel like... For anyone that wants to play netball, it's always just about breaking it down um, and taking it little by little. Absolutely. Good answers. Is that well right? done. Yeah, that Is was that great. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Do you have any? Uh, do you have a, a fun question for us? Not that that wasn't a fun question. But <laughs> <laughs> a fun question. Um, okay. Because you're so fun, Howie. Yeah, That's what exactly. I'm getting at here. Well, no, did, you pick, did you pick on me for not smiling last night? I did. Yeah, because you were in the crowd stealth mode, just like frowning. Right. I was like, "We won." <laughs> he was trying to stay incognito. I'm, I'm well, yeah. he was at the f- on the front row. It was pretty. It's actually our personal. Okay, this is our last question, and was talking about this. You've worked in private security. Who's the coolest person, mm. or like the most highbrow person that you've you know been involved with on their personal detail? Oh, um, so I've looked after a few prime ministers when they visited Afghanistan, but they're not that cool generally. Um, oh, if it's Kevin 07, <laughs> yeah, Kevin 07. I did look after Kevin. <laughs> oh, Kevin 07. Yeah, we'll leave, Kevin 07. Yeah, we'll leave that at that. Interesting. He did steal someone's hair dryer. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have any hair. He's got a bit of a comb over going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He stole someone's. Was it Surely. your hair dryer? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. No, not mine. Um, I was lucky enough to spend some time on a super yacht. Wow. Um, Oh, the, that's cool. Which, yeah, which was which was pretty cool, um, and that 
belonged to the co-founder of Microsoft. Um, and, but unfortunately, I never met him. He never turned up. So we were there what? looking after him. He was supposed to turn up on a number of occasions. Like the helicopter or something? Like yeah, the, the helicopter would, would, would pick him up and bring him on board. But he had two other super yachts at, at the same time. Oh, of course. And, you um, had to toss up between what super yeah, yacht which to go Yeah, which super yacht you're going to choose. And so um, one of the other ones had a recording studio on it and you two were, were recording on it. So he was <laughs> hanging story out, he was hanging out on that one instead. <laughs> yeah, so I never, I never got to meet him. But oh, it was so a wait, cool you experience. just got a holiday on the yacht yeah. pretty much? Yeah. 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 That's we so, yeah, we sailed through the Maldives and up into the Red Sea, Suez Canal and into the Med. Tough gig. Nice. That's the only time that that, that private security gig is, has been a, has been a good. good yeah. I was going to say, how do I sign up to become a private right. security person? Well, you said we've got what it takes, so yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. Well, if you want to spend some time, can you pass my details Iraq, on to someone? Syria, yeah. Afghanistan. Okay. I'll Generally, that's not good places. Okay, I'll do the super yacht, but yeah, that's my limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, right. it's been. Oh, you, you checking your watch? No, you got somewhere to I'm be. I've seen the watch in the wind-up. <laughs> no, it's Sorry. been um, it's been good to have you here. Something different, I think, for us to talk about. Obviously, we love having our teammates and netball guests on, but you've been a big part of the Vixens over the the past few years. So we thought let's spice it up and get Howard on. Mm. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you on for the Backstoppers. Me. It's yeah, been thank you um, me. absolute privilege. Following Liz, so like literally big shoes to to fill to follow. She has size thirteen feet. <laughs> right. So they're huge. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, but I, we're back on the feet sometimes. Right, yeah, we're back there. Which you've been told to steer clear of, but we're okay. back on the feet. Right, okay. But, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully there was something different there for you. And oh. thank you very much for having me. No, it's always Howie. a pleasure to hang out with you guys. Love thanks, you. Howie, Yowie, Howard, Harold. Dawson, Harold, Dawson. Thanks, Emily Mannix. Uh, thanks to me, Joe Weston. Um, and we'll see you all at our home game against the Lightning this Saturday at John Kane Arena at 7 p.m. for Sippin' Saturdays. Exciting. Join Emily and I for a half-court, half-time, half-time beverage. We'll be having water. We'll be having our hydrolytes. Um, and that's it for this week. See you next time. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Go Vicks. <laughs>